God's greatest creation is you. A perfect imperfection of art he foreknew. Your beauty isn't dependent on likes or views. Don't get caught up on what others are trying to tell you to do. Your beauty is far more valuable than gems and jewels. I'm not being corny, I'm being serious. Your beauty is found within. Don't let these men, I mean little boys, tell you different. Others don't see what God sees. And he sees a masterpiece. A mastered piece of perfect imperfection. You don't believe me. With your brokenness, with your stubbornness, with your awkwardness, with your disobedience, and the nature of your flesh, he still loves you, unconditional. He still wants you, indubitable. He still died for you, ineffable. Hey, Extraordinaries, welcome back to the podcast. Um, That was a poem I wrote called God's Greatest Creation. And now we're going to get into the breakdown of the poem. So first, the overall theme of the poem is just talking about God's greatest creation being us, being mankind, because we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I don't want to skip ahead. Um, What inspired me to write it? I was just, I wrote it to remind myself about why I was created, who I was created by, and the purpose of why I was created by the greatest creator of all time. So now we're going to get into the breakdown of the bars. So the first bar, God's greatest creation is you. So um, yes, God. well, obviously God's greatest creation is you, and I'm going to tell you why. So if we look in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, I'm going to read it, and it says, Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Verse 27, so God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. So first of all, God said, let us make unlike the other creations that he made he called them out he said let there be this let there be that and it was he said let there be light and there was light you feel me he said let there be stars in the sky and there were stars in the sky but with us with mankind he says let us make make is a verb it's an action word that means constructing and putting together or causing something to exist or come about. That's about to be a word from somebody. I need you to get that revelation because if you don't get that revelation that you're God's greatest creation that was made, put together, and constructed, you won't recognize the value that you have. And if you don't recognize that you're God's greatest creation, you will settle for anything. But, come on somebody. Because we're God's greatest creation, we can't settle for nothing less. Listen, that's a word for somebody. That's a word for somebody. And looking at the scripture that we just read, it says we're made in his image and 
his likeness. We have power and authority just like God. And I need you to get that revelation because if you get that revelation that you have power and authority just like God, you won't allow things to rule over you that you have ruled over. You're going to start walking different if you get that revelation. Okay? You won't allow things to rule over you that you have rule over. God gave you power and authority over depression, anxiety, fear, whatever you may be struggling with. Depression has no hold on your mind. Anxiety has to flee from your heart. He said, fill the earth and subdue it. Subdue means conquer and overcome. If you get that revelation, I promise you and the people connected to you won't be the same. Because when you start walking in purpose, the people connected to you start walking in purpose too. And they don't even know that it's because that you stepped out in faith. I need y'all to get that revelation. I need you to step into that ring and know that you're about to win. I need you to step out in this world, in your school, wherever it may be, even in your family. I need you to step out in boldness and recognize that you got a spirit standing tall on the inside of you, defeating fear, conquering whatever you may be dealing with. Okay, in Jesus' name. The next bar, a perfect imperfection of art he foreknew. God knew you before you were even in your mother's womb. Jeremiah 1.5, he says to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Mm, so good. He knew you before you were even in your mother's womb. He consecrated you. He set you apart. Okay. Just because we're in this world doesn't mean we're of the world. And that's why you don't fit in. That's why your light shines brighter than everyone else. That's why it clicks faster for you. That's why you're more creative. God is speaking to Jeremiah in this verse, but it surely applies to us. A perfect imperfection of art he foreknew. You are a work of art created by the greatest artist. And I need you to know that because if you recognize that you are a the greatest work of art created by the greatest artist, you'll portray yourself differently. You won't display yourself the same. Listen, I need y'all to get that revelation. God is so good. God is so good. A perfect imperfection of art he foreknew. And then the next bar says, your beauty is independent on likes or views. Well, of course, like I told you guys in the beginning, like this poem is personal. I wrote it, you know, for me. But of course, most individuals can relate um, to an era in their life when, you know, you felt like, you know, views or likes would validate you. Um, the more likes you had, you know, the more pretty you were, you know, the less views, you know, like people didn't like it and stuff like that. Um, I personally like, you know, feel this because like, I didn't have a lot of likes like the other girls. And because of that, I felt like I wasn't pretty or valuable because, um, they had more likes and it was like, well, like, you know, like, am I pretty? Like, you know, I questioned that because of the low, like, like count I had on Instagram, you know, but, um, and I felt like, um, 
I wasn't validated by people. So I began to seek validation because I began to seek validation from the people and it showed up in my actions and the clothes I would wear or didn't wear. Okay. I'm being transparent, being transparent, um, because I need y'all to know that likes or views do not validate you. You are already valuable. And I wish, you know, um, someone would have told me that when I was going through that, but I'm glad that I went through that so I could tell others, um, likes or views do not validate you. You are already valuable. Um, the next bar goes, don't get caught up on what others are trying to tell you to do. I was most definitely, most definitely a people pleaser. Um, going back to the lack of validation, um, from people it showed up in my actions. So I would follow the crowd or the latest trend. And that wasn't what God was calling me to do. Um, he called us to be set apart, to be the light of this world, to be the light in this dark world. So, yeah, just not getting caught up on what others are trying to tell you to do, but following what God wants you to do, following what he has in store for you, his will, his purpose for your life. Um, and then the next bar is your beauty is far more valuable than gems and jewels. Um, I said like the next bar says like, you know, I'm not being corny yet. Like I'm being serious. Yeah. Like I didn't want you to like, you know, be like, Oh, like I know like gems and jewels, like, you know, like a corny thing but no like seriously like your beauty is far more valuable than gems and jewels like I said like you know this poem is personal so I was reminding myself of what the bible says about the beauty of woman or just mankind in general and here like here I have a couple verses that I want to share with you guys just to remind you that you are beautiful inside and out like God created you beautifully and the first verse I want to share is Psalm 139.14. This is the NIV version. Forgot to mention that in the beginning. I read NIV. Um, but it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Um, another verse, Proverbs 31.25. It says, she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Proverbs 31, 30 says, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Then Psalms, Psalms 139, um, 13 says, for you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. Um, then Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And then Psalms 139.15 says, My friend was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Then the last verse I want to share is Ecclesiastes 3.11, and it says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Your beauty is far more valuable than gems and jewels. And in the next bar, um, I'm not being corny, I'm being serious. Your beauty is found within. Don't let these men, I mean little boys, tell you different. Um, with that bar, 
I was kind of throwing shots. Um, I'm not even going to lie. Um, basically, just like, you know, like, don't let these men, I mean, little boys, say you different. Because I promise you, like, if you're in your singleness season, you know, like, kind of like seeking like a relationship, a man of God is very different from a Christian boy. Okay. Let me, let me say that again. A man of God is not a Christian boy. Um, and I was kind of throwing shots because a man of God will get a revelation of what you have on the inside of you, woman of God. Um, so don't settle, don't settle because what God has in store for you, I promise it's better. I promise it's better. Um, but like I said, you know, like the lack of validation caused me to look for love in the wrong places, but you can only find true love. In Jesus Christ, come on, somebody in the sanctuary. You can't expect healing if you're broken, entering a relationship with another broken person. Two, I know, like, people, like, have this mindset of, like, well, like, if he's broken, I'm broken. Like, you know, we could become whole. No. Red flag. Um, No, red flag. Red flag. No, we're not doing that. But, yeah, like, um, your beauty is fine within. Don't let people tell you different. And then the next bar is others don't see what God sees. And he sees a masterpiece, a masterpiece of perfect imperfection. You don't believe me with your brokenness, with your stubbornness, with your awkwardness, with your disobedience. Um, that's the next bar. And I could have said more because we try to disqualify ourselves with labels and actions for something God already qualified his only son on the cross for. Like Jesus took on those labels and he killed them so we could be set free from them. So we wouldn't label ourselves with them. God is good. God, God is good. And then the next bar, um, in the nature of your flesh, he still loves you unconditional Romans eight thirty eight. Like I can't, I can't even elaborate on this verse. It's so good. It says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Mic drop. Like what, what more can I say? Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing. Mic drop. Like what more is there to say? Um, the next bar says, he still wants you indubitable. Um, Jesus wants a relationship with you because he died on the cross. We can approach God's throne with confidence and grace, knowing that if we cry out to him, he will answer. If we repent and turn our ways and seek him, he will draw near to us. Draw near to him and he will draw near to you. He wants a relationship with you. He is knocking on the door of your heart, waiting for you to let him in. He's a gentleman. He's not going to bust through. You have to allow him in. And then the next bar, 
um, he still died for you. Ineffable. Romans 5, 7, it says, very, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. Once again, what was done on the cross is an act of love and sacrifice that is unexplainable. And it just leaves you speechless because while we were still sinners, he did it. While we were still enemies he did that jesus was called to something that he had never done and i got this revelation actually right before this podcast like right before i was about to record this i feel like the holy spirit revealed that jesus was called to something that he had never done he had never sinned he lived he lived a perfect life but he was called to take on sin so he could set us free. Jesus was called to something that he had never done before. He had never experienced. He was called to take on sin so he could set us free. And the thing is, God calls us to the unknown because he knows that there's greater glory on the other side. God is so good, y'all. He calls us to the unknown. Even when we have no idea what's going to happen, how it's going to go down, he knows that there will be greater glory revealed on the other side. So that's why we trust him. That's why we put our faith in him. Because he knows that all things work for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God is so good. But that's the end of the poem breakdown for God's greatest creation. Thank you guys for joining the podcast. I pray for each and every one of you guys watching or listening, whatever it may be, wherever you are, in your car, in your room, at school, wherever you are. I pray that this blesses you and I pray that you get that revelation that you are God's greatest creation. Thank you guys for tuning in. God bless. Thank you.